And welcome back to Hipster and Hack for another half century. This is episode 51. That is half a century, right, Dave? Uh, yeah, in cricket it is. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, episode 51, we've made it. Um, Dave is back in uh, Brussels. <laughs> we've made it. We finally made it. 51, that was the goal. All the hey, way next episode, we'll actually have a year's worth of content. Not but necessarily it, it a year be, long it, of content. It won't be. Us producing it since we took a few breaks, <laughs> but... Uh, 52. It's a year's worth of content if you release something every week, right? Blimey. Yeah. So, um, welcome back, Dave. Um, you're back Thank in Brussels. You. I'm, I'm back in Brussels. I'm still in Berlin. I, uh, I, you know, before we start, I should tell you, I, I, used, I used hipster and hack as a, as a desperate measure in my French lesson uh, today. Because we, we were sort of talking about, like, you know, I, I sort of speak a bit of French, so I'm in the kind of intermediate class. Mm-hmm. But I've forgotten the French I know. So I'm a bit, I, I understand everything people say, but I, when it's my turn to actually speak, I'm like, uh, and it kind of comes out German. Yeah, it and we like were talking, you don't speak French. <laughs> yeah, we were doing these like, no, it's not too bad, but I just, I'm lacking words. And we were doing, we were doing this exercise where we were talking about, um, you know, we were looking at this page in this textbook and all the different activities and all this stuff. And so we were going around saying which one, which of, which of them we were doing and what we were doing with them. And I was like, oh my God, I don't do any of these. Plus, I don't know all the other words. Like I don't do exercise. yoga. Yeah, I don't do yoga. I don't do tango dancing. Sit like, on the couch and drink beer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's not one of them. One of them was like theater. And I was like, well, it's kind of theater, but like on the radio. I'm like, you know, like, c'est un podcaster. And he looked at me blankly and I was like, ce n'est pas mon français podcast? No, okay. <laughs> So I then had to explain hipster and hack in French. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I think this is a good opportunity. And I said, I think avec this, très bien. <laughs> this, is, this is that point in the podcast where you need to describe uh, what the podcast is. I'd like to French? hear it in French. I'll I do think. it in French. You ready? I'm ready. Ooh la la. Okay, done. Very nice. <laughs> voilà. <laughs> magnifique. <Et> voilà. <laughs> C'est magnifique. Uh, yes. <laughs> thankfully nobody asked me what it was called because then they'd all be listening and hearing this so. oh man yeah if this is your first time listening I'm sorry um, <laughs> should I do that I, properly do you want me to do that properly not uh, that I do it properly most weeks <laughs> no okay um, I'm your host oh, one last God, thing AKA one last thing I'm eating chocolate I'm sorry one last thing mm-hmm. one last thing before we move yeah. on uh, do you want to know what my French teacher who's awesome by the way but do you know what? Do you want to know what he's called? Um, Pierre. Jean Philippe. Okay. How French is that? <laughs> it's pretty French. He's cool. Right. <laughs> Doesn't get much Frencher. Unless you're a croissant. <laughs> Jean Philippe croissant. <laughs> Monsieur le croissant de Tour Eiffel. <laughs> oh man, sorry France. <laughs> We've lost all of our French listeners. No, no, they can finally understand us now. Mm, true. We're talking maybe, their language. Yeah, maybe we're like going up in the podcast rankings now in the French language section. Uh, right, who are you uh, then? I'm, I'm hipster. 
aka Travis Todd. Uh, David Knight, aka Hank. Boom. We're both founders of Silicon Alley. That's SiliconAllee.com. And uh, we are producing this podcast um, in the Castronauten Network, castronauten.com, which is launching David Knight today. So Wow. (laughs) This is the first episode a lot of people are hearing of him today. Wow. Is is that like today as in the day we're coming out or the day we're recording? (laughs) The day this is uh, being released. We should also say, if you're wondering why you're hearing this on a Tuesday as opposed to our normal Friday release, um, Dave and I have decided that uh, it might be more strategic and better um, for our listeners in general if we release uh, earlier in the week so that we actually have a little bit more time during the week to record. And we're not, um, we're not doing quite as much early week drinking. I think it's also important. That's, yeah, also very good for our health um, <laughs> and well-being. Uh, so so, you're, so we're going to try this on Tuesdays uh, going forward. And um, let us know what you think uh, at Hipster and Hack or at Travis J. Todd or at Dave in Berlin on Twitter. Um, and yeah, we're pretty happy to be part of the Castronauten Network and happy to welcome all of our new listeners who um, may be coming here from other podcasts. Um, so welcome to Hipster and Hack. Usually it doesn't start out... Nah, no, actually, normally it does start out this rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that, that being, being that being, being that said, geez, oof. Man, um, being that said, now you sound like, you, <laughs> you sound said. German. Yeah, uh, maybe we should explain briefly what this podcast is. <laughs> what, because this is the week of all weeks. We're getting loads of new listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't okay. know if Ulala is going to suffice. <laughs> <clears throat> well, like I said, in the French market, we've got it covered. <laughs> right. Um, the rest of the world, uh, hipster and hack uh, is a podcast where uh, two people, one of them a hipster, which is Travis, one of them uh, a salty, cynical old hack, which is me. Uh, talk about three tech stories, uh, some of which are to do with Berlin, some of which aren't. kind of depends on our mood. Um, and we tend to have different approaches at it because Travis, like I said, is very optimistic. And yeah, everything's great. And I'm a bit more realistic. Yeah, uh, we argue about stuff and drink beer while we're doing it. Because so, beer makes things better. Mr. Hipster, what are you drinking this week? Well, I got a throwback here, Dave, to our very early episodes. Uh, I'm actually drinking Burlo. One of our very, very first nice. craft beer sponsors, mm. uh, and I have uh, the Burlow Porter, which is, uh, oh, can you guess the alcohol ABV, Dave? Uh, let me see the Porter. I can't remember now. Is it something like 5.6? No, it's much higher. It's a Porter. It's a 7%. Yeah. I, I and, didn't think they had Porter was that strong. And okay. as, as mentioned uh, before the podcast, I'm also, I was also eating chocolate, so I've actually made it into a chocolate Porter, chocolate porter. in my mouth. In your mouth. It's delicious. Goes pairs really well with a uh, Kinder Chocolata. I was going to say, <laughs> how does that brewing process compare to Brew Barrel? Uh, in my mouth, <laughs> actually much better. <laughs> uh, yeah. if, you want, if you're wondering what, what that's about, go and check out our uh, pre-Christmas uh, video special. Yeah. I am drinking a blonde called Bertin Champ. Mm. Uh, which comes in a bottle Ooh, la, la. very nice because it's quite a large bottle. It's 500 milliliters, which is quite Whoa. big. Brussels. Uh, so go and guess the uh, 8.2. No. No. 6.2. Much less. 6.2. Yes. Yeah. I'm not crazy. I'm a crazy man. Uh, you know, sometimes those half liter bottles have a higher alcohol <laughs> yeah. content. That's the way it works. That's sometimes a, a bigger bottle has more alcohol, Dave. 
<laughs> All right. Well, welcome to March. Welcome, Kesternauten fans, and uh, uh, welcome, beer drinkers the world over, especially in France. Um, the, the only the only ones of those you've listed who are still listening yeah. after 50, 50 minutes of blather is the beer drinkers. So. <laughs> exactly. All right. This week uh, in Hipster and Hack, let's get into it. Um, I we will be talking about Mr. Zuckerberg in Europe. Uh, we'll be talking about Telegram, and we'll be talking about Peinliche Pakete, which is embarrassing packages. Embarrassing packages in German. So let's dive right in. Mark Zuckerberg, um, Zuckerberg has been uh, doing a lot of stuff in Europe lately. He's been uh, traveling around. Um, he has, uh, in the last two weeks, um, opened Facebook's new offices in Berlin. Uh, he Then he jetted down to Barcelona for the uh, Mobile World Congress, uh, where he was uh, presenting uh, Samsung's new phone and uh, the Oculus Rift and all this VR goodness. And now he's back in Berlin this week, the week of recording this, so last week, the week you're hearing it, um, doing some more uh, interesting stuff. Um, and all of it seems to be AI-related, from what I can read. Um, but mainly, uh, the news, uh, the, the kind of big news story was that he donated uh, 25 high-speed servers to uh, Charité and uh, the TU, which is the Technical University in Berlin. And Charité, um, Char- Charité is the big research hospital, just right. <laughs> not a charity. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is a big research hospital uh, in Berlin. The oldest hospital in Berlin, too, right? I believe. Um, yes, yes, absolutely. It was founded in uh, 17... Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then, I remember uh, that yeah. as well, by Kaiser some, um, as the first uh, uh, hospital in Berlin. Ah, there is something really important there that we <laughs> we're, we're totally missing. But Well, it is, uh, it, it is the, the main building of the charity is perhaps the ugliest building in Berlin. Yeah, that's true. So, it's, well, mm, yeah. Name, name me one uglier. Uh, well, I was—I would say the Palace de République, but it's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. Plus, it kind of had a retro chic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. That's maybe, true. maybe, maybe parts of Marzahn. Yeah, or that uh, the uh, Berliner Zeitung building. Is pretty, oh, that's pretty hideous. ugly. Yeah, that's pretty ugly. <laughs> Anything at Alexanderplatz is pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> well, to be fair, that that new um, uh, like fake Bavarian beer hall for the tourists. The Hofbrauhaus. House, yeah, is also quite ugly because yeah. it's a fake Bavarian beer house built for tourists. But it's not visually ugly; it's just ugly for like, like moral reasons. <laughs> Aesthetics, as you were saying. All right, moving on, moving yeah. on. The best um, part about the best. Sorry, were you yeah. finished? So that's the story, right? Zuckerberg donated a bunch. I know you want to get to the best part. I want to get to the I'm going to let you give us the best oh, part. Go on. Uh, but I want to finish the 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 good part, uh, at least the the charitable part. Um, so Zuckerberg has donated these uh, these high speed servers to charity and to you for um, for <coughs> research on AI, which is a big a huge part of uh, Facebook's and like most big tech companies' agenda. It's like the buzzword of the year is AI for some reason because people actually figured out that big data is useless unless it actually can be um, churned through by by robots uh, and AI standing for artificial intelligence for any of our. Uh, non-internet savvy uh, listeners. Um, so uh, TU and, uh, and Charité will be using these servers for mainly uh, research into AI and um, health products and how we can kind of use the big data of health uh, sciences to um, find you know, new and innovative solutions for, 
for health tech uh, using these super fast, awesome servers that Mark has so generously donated. So, David, tell us what the other ridiculous thing that happened <laughs> last week uh, with Mark Zuckerberg in Berlin. So the, the highlight, the highlight of the social season this year in Berlin, <laughs> which is actually taking place tonight as we record. Right. Um, so, so for all we know, it's been in the news constantly for the last few days, and you all know all about it. Yeah, um, true. So, <laughs> or, or no one has heard about it, and it's just completely under the radar because it is completely bo- bogus. Well, d- does anyone remember that early episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns, uh, like Homer, goes like sterile because of the plant or something, and in order to to, to avoid getting sued, Mr. Burns makes up a fake prize to award to Homer <coughs> and he sort of he makes the name up on, on, on the spot and he's like yes the, the first annual award for achievement in the field of excellence I think something like that yeah um, this kind of feels like the same thing because Axel Springer has is awarding the first of what we're told will be an annual Axel Springer prize to Mark Zuckerberg yeah um, and it's, it's, it's really weird because Axel Springer isn't like they're not they're not prone to sort of sucking up like this. Like it's weird. Um, yeah, Axel Springer being the major uh, media publishing house. Yeah, here like in one of the one of the world's largest publishing houses with an incredibly large presence in, in the German uh, market and so on. Um, and so yeah, it's it's the first of what we're told will be an annual uh, award. The the winner was <laughs> sorry the 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 idea of it is, is is given to and I'm quoting here outstanding entrepreneurial personalities who demonstrate an exceptional talent for innovation create and transform markets, shape culture, and also face their social responsibility, which is bleh, basically. <laughs> and, so, it's complete <laughs> sucking up, man. It's, it's and then, and then, like You read uh, on, on the website, um, there's a statement from Matthias Dorfner, who's uh, the sort of very successful and long-term uh, uh, chief exec of, of Axel Springer. Uh, um, and it's just... It's, it's, it, you have to read it. Like, I'm not going to read the whole thing out, but it's yeah. just kind of saying you know, Facebook has transformed and enriched our culture. Um, and it's uh, uh, like, say, but how is this power to be used responsibly? Mark Zuckerberg is intensively engaging with this issue, yeah. which is a nice way of completely sidestepping your own question. Yeah. Um, and so, well, and then it says, uh, I, the, the other part that, 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 bl- that blew me away about this, you can find, you can read all this at axelspringerawardcom That's uh, hyphenated. So axel-springer-award.com um, is the selection process. Uh, it says the winner is selected by the executive board of Axel Springer following suggestions by employees and in the future also from the public. <laughs> so basically they just, they just invented this award and be like, oh, maybe, think, in, the, maybe think, in the public will let, will, in the future will let the public have a say. Do you think they were sat around going, so Zuckerberg, How do we anyone to- disagree with us, the executive board? Yeah. No, excellent, brilliant. <laughs> well, that, the, the sort of the, the cynic might suggest that part of the reason they're quite keen to cozy up with Facebook is because both Axel Spring and Facebook, uh, shall we say, um, <clears throat> are uh, less than enthralled with Google at the right. moment. So there's uh, been a, there's been a very big historical battle between. Sure, Axel well, Springer you know, and Springer has been battling Google for a long time in the courts and everything. I think um, about the how Google uses snippets of news of news content that publishing houses create in its Google News. Uh, and that, that's been that that's a still ongoing saga. You can read all about that. 
and obviously Facebook, Google, blah blah blah. So this is, you know, it's, it, I I just find it quite amusing to be honest. Yeah, it's super. <laughs> it's, I mean, this is not gonna. I mean, okay, like uh, you, you sit down with Mark Zuckerberg and and, and he's like, um, and, and you're like, okay, um, you have to choose sides now. Are you gonna go with Sergey and uh, and and Google? Or are you going to go with uh, Mr. Duffner and Springer? Like, who's he going to side with every time, right? Like, this is not going to buy them any real favors with Facebook. So yes, it, it's 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 curious. It is it is really funny. It's also like, I just just scrolled down to the bottom of the site, and it's and they still have like the WordPress theme and like stuff in the bottom. Like, they haven't even bothered to like pay for a proper website. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I now need to find the. Uh, Monty, Monty Burns. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. tweet that later. How about yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got bored. I got bored listening to you. So yeah. Let's get let's get on to the next story. And uh, you know, hey, hey, Zach, if you want to stop by and say hi, uh, join and be a guest on the podcast, we'll give you an award too, the first annual hipster and hack award. The the first annual hipster and hack award for being the richest person to be on hipster and hack that <laughs> yeah, year. <exactly. laughs> Just come on over. You'll, it'll be it'll be in the shape of a beer bottle. And uh, yeah. hey, look, love, if Donald Trump wants to wants to come on our show as well, like in the next few weeks, <laughs> he he'll he'll he'd win that as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. In fact, like if like my dad comes on, he'll probably win that as the most <laughs> richest person to be on. I'm fairly sure the sound engineer at SoundCloud wandered in at one point when we used to record there, so he's probably the current lead, the current holder. <laughs> That's really good. I like uh, that. All right, come on in, let's move All on. All right, so let's um, send some dots and uh, dashes to our next story. Um, da, 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 da. It's Telegram. I wonder where you're going with that. Yeah, I was trying to make a Telegram joke. It, it, Telegram it, for Travis, not it, working. No, no. <laughs> it did not work. No. I've got to rely on you for the jokes, Dave. And you're, you didn't have one pun in the last story, so... Step it up, man. Um, so, I'll, I'll try and make my mark this time around. There we go. Um, Telegram. Um, this is maybe not timely anymore at <laughs> the time of this well, recent, the, the, release of this yeah, podcast, sorry, but uh, an interesting story nonetheless. Dave, do you want to lead it off here? Since I... <clears throat> sure. Well, this is it's timely at the moment and kind of timely when, when this is coming out because uh, there's a, a run, uh, um, elections in Iran Uh there were elections in Iran by the time you hear this on Friday. There you go. Which we're recording this on Thursday. Um, and in Iran, um, obviously there's some restrictions on uh, uh, internet serv- you know, services you can use, blah, blah, blah. So everyone at the moment is using something called Telegram, um, which is a Berlin-based startup, which for a long time which was I kind of... I didn't know was Berlin-based until I read this article. That yeah, no, I, really I, I knew that because it was one of these startups that... Was always kind of around, and I, you know, I had their sticker on my on my MacBook, and I was always like, I don't remember ever meeting them. Why I got this <laughs> sticker, but it's just there, and you know, it was just kind of like kind of out there, and you assume it wouldn't have worked because you never really heard much about it. Was actually, it's got like tens of millions of users, and and I think it's, it's got like at it's least 20, 20, 20 million, 20 in million Iran alone. One are, one are in, in Iran. Yeah, one in four Iranians is on Telegram. Yeah, which is which is insane. Yeah. Um, but, but, but part of the reason why it works is because a it's not being blocked. So a lot of um, Iranians uh, Iranians used to use Viber, then I got blocked by the authorities. So they're they're using Telegram because unlike it works as a messaging service, it's quite a secure one, but it works as a normal messaging service. 
but it also works as a way to um, disseminate uh, uh, content. So, <clears throat> you know, you can message people, but you can also like broadcast to groups, broadcast on, it like, like in Twitter right? or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like in a channel, um, which enables people to swap, you know, news uh, or, or you know, jokes or or, or whatever. And and for some reason, the, the authorities and we're, we're not entirely sure this close to the election how true this still is. But you know, some of these stories that were covering the last few weeks, um, they hadn't cracked down on it. So yeah, you know, and, and, also, able to and also it. it seems like a lot of like the the moderate, more progressive candidates are actually using Telegram to communicate with, with yeah. voters and stuff, which is really, I think, really interesting. You know, as you know, like you don't have, um, I don't think uh, you know Donald Trump is 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 using Telegram or any like other candidates. So it's a really uh, maybe a unique thing for for Iran for these uh, as a as a social media tool for candidates. Well, it, it, it's interesting in, in a sense because you feel like if they ever got around to banning this, there'll be another slightly different, slightly better encrypted or whatever mm -hmm. startup doing something similar right behind them. Because it just seems that this is a constant flow. Because this is, it was launched in 2013 by two Russian products. Two Russian guys, yeah. Pavel and Nikolai Durov. And I don't remember ever meeting them, which is weird. <laughs> like, this is why this existed on, like, we, we, at that time, we knew everyone, right? We knew all the companies, and I must have met them at some point. Yeah. Um, but fair play to them, I mean, it seems like it's going very well. Yeah, no, I mean, now I'm going to have to track them down and get them on as guests after this. Uh, I mean, I think it's a really timely topic as well, since it is a super encrypted and secure um, messaging service, you know, with all the stuff about Apple and their, like, fight to not... Uh, like provide a, or not break their encryption and stuff for, for the FBI. You know, encryption is a big, big topic, especially on the political uh, landscape. And this is kind of, you know, you know, it, it's been, been talked about in the U.S. as like, you know, the FBI should have like a, something to break encryption. And even I think Hillary, Hillary Clinton was even in support of that. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I, I seem to remember that. Um, well, it, Hillary probably doesn't want to talk about unencrypted communication yeah, anymore. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, Boom! But this political is a, humor. <laughs> right in the face. Timely, right in the face. Timely. Nicely done, David. Um, and, uh, and But this is like kind of an indie, like something you could point back to, like, to the U.S., who obviously has not had rosy relations with Iran, and be like, look, it's creating a more progressive, encryption is creating more progressive and like, uh, you know, moderate Iran, like, come on, guys, what are you saying? Like, encryption is a bad thing, you know? So it's a, it's very timely. It's a, it's a cool example. Um, I should also mention, I think, uh, I mean, this is a massive article in, in the Telegram where we picked pick up, picked it up, uh, in, in the picked Telegram. up the story, but I mean, I think the Telegram, uh, the use cases are kind of written up uh, a lot of places, but uh, I think the, the, the notable fact is it, it got a lot of... Uh, um, I guess publicity um, because ISIS was as well using it to like spread spread messages and stuff, um, but uh, that was kind of like a really isolated case. And it says here, you know, most of the people that use it are using it to like tell jokes and communicate with friends and stuff like that. It was um, yes, um, and um, from a slightly different point of view, everyone's talking about you know uh, relations with Iran are thawing. <clears throat> There was the 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 uh, nuclear deal, which has led to the end of sanctions, mm -hmm. um, and you can you can see the benefits already because um, Iran hasn't been able to buy, for example, Iran hasn't wasn't able to buy uh, to buy modern planes like passenger planes for for decades. And really? Now now they can. They signed a eighty billion euro deal with Airbus, which is wow. you know that, that that's a very very instant quick uh, sign. And one of the things you know I've I've seen stories about how. You know, Tehran is going to be 
one of the next big startup hubs when it sure. opens up a bit more. Yeah. All the VCs are eyeing it up. And how awesome would it be for your company to be like one of very few, probably the only company to have that kind of reach in Iran already? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I would love to so, talk with those guys. I mean, um, maybe we, we can get them on and then they can get the new Hipster and Hack Award as well. For being the most <laughs> rich and... <laughs> what? No. Rich in users? <laughs> the most likely guest to get us barred from Iran. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I mean, you know, then you're going to have to learn. Uh... Although, to be fair, if Donald Trump came on, he'd probably get his barred from Iran and every other country in the world as well. So. Yeah, he'd get a, he's almost barred from your home country, right? <laughs> yeah. That was very British. That was brilliant. They kind of they had this little, they had this debate in this little side room in Parliament, and everyone was going, wow, it's, it's you know, we shouldn't even be talking about it. It was very funny. Anyway. Uh, that's about as political as we get here on Hipster Yeah. Hacker. So. Let's uh, let's scale it back to something more our speed. Uh, All right. And I'm going to deliver the next uh, embarrassing story to you. Um, the last story of the day is a startup uh, called Pinesha Paketa. This is a cracker. It really is. <laughs> Which means embarrassing package in German. And uh, we picked up this story off of uh, Gründerzina, which is the German startup blog in, uh, or a German startup blog in um, Berlin. And uh, the story that they're um, posting uh, is about, uh, or the, the reason they're posting about it is because uh, these two founders have put their startup up for sale on eBay, which in itself is kind of a funny thing to do. Um, but they uh, started this kind of simple idea, this funny website um, that uh, they're now, you know, they're now moving on to other things that are that are actually more, I guess, serious, um, and decided to sell their startup, so they put it up on eBay. Uh, currently, at the time of recording, it is uh, up to uh, thirteen hundred and twenty euros. So, not bad. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good little uh, 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 sale for a side project. It's got um, forty-one bids, and it's. Uh, uh, ending tomorrow, so we'll see what the final price is uh, in about 24 hours. Um, but the website itself is pretty funny. It's a way <laughs> for you to send embarrassing <clears throat> packages to friends or people you kind of want to get back at. Um, and what you can send is a giant box that uh, says thing. Uh, you know, you can choose between a penis pump or a XXL dildo, or a sex doll. Um, but the box itself is actually empty, but it's just um, completely branded like, uh, like this ridiculous object, right? And so um, the idea being that, uh, you know, it'll either go to you and be embarrassing, uh, be delivered to you at home, be embarrassing, or uh, if you're not at home, what they do in Germany, and I imagine other countries as well, is they'll leave it with your neighbor. So your neighbor has to have this giant box that says sex doll on it uh, and then give it to you. So it's kind of like a revenge uh, website. Um, and uh, there's some other websites that they mentioned that do very similar things. Like uh, in the U.S. there's one called Glitter Bomb, which uh, will ship, ship your enemy an uh, envelope full of glitter. Which if you've ever had a wedding invitation or something with glitter in it, that's a pretty terrible thing to, to get in the mail. Um, and then, uh, uh, anything else, Dave? I mean, I've been talking for a while. Do you have any, any comments about the Pinesha Paketa website? Well, this, I mean, this, um, it, it sounds quite funny, right? But when you actually see the video, 
of <laughs> one of these guys lugging this empty box that's as big as a fridge yeah. around on his little wheelie thing through Berlin. It is, uh, or, or Hamburg, I think maybe actually. It is it's really, really funny. Um, and it's such a stupid, stupid thing. But it, you can just see the visual. Yeah. It really, really works. And so, for example, the, 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 the dildo packet costs 12 euros, which is just such a small price to pay for the sheer and utter embarrassment you cause someone. Yeah. It was this really stupid little thing they did. And then they're like, do you know what? Uh, bored of that. <laughs> it's dumb. Let's sell it on eBay. Like, it's kind of like, because it, I, 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 I saw the comparison to Glitterbomb in, in the US, and I was like, this is exactly the European way of doing things, right? The US will do it with glitter and, and you know, glam and, and like, and, and the Europeans will be like, yeah, dildos, dildos. <laughs> dildos always it's work. Kind of, it's kind of, Especially it's kind of the, way, it's the way we go in Europe. On a more serious note, it's not actually like, um, this, this, this kind of dug up some memories in, in my mind. Um, it's not the first startup, though, to like sell themselves on eBay. There was a pretty famous startup uh, called Kiko um, back like in 2006. It was a Y Combinator startup that was like a calendar um, calendar application, and um, they uh, they pretty much like bit the dust when Google launched Google Calendar um, right after they were uh, launched out of Y Combinator, and they sold on eBay as well uh, in kind of one of the most covered. Uh, uh, startup sales on on eBay and um, those guys actually went on to found Justin TV. Do you remember Justin TV? Oh yeah, it was like a yeah, live yeah, streaming, sure, live yeah. blogging thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, uh, there's there's some pretty good precedent of people uh, selling <coughs> terrible startups on eBay and going on to build uh, bigger things afterwards. So we'll look out for these guys. Um, I don't think we need to mention the URL or anything. Um, by the way, by the way, does does um, does Pinelicia Paqueta work as a pun like it does in English? Because like embarrassing package, is like a pun, right? Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, you mean does pineless like a paketo? Is that like have a the same the same connotation in German? Exactly. Uh, I imagine it does. I, yeah. I would say I would say ask your wife. <laughs> that in itself is. She is German. Why That's don't why we ask our community ask and they can tweet at us <laughs> if it is. <laughs> If it works, I definitely, same, I definitely think you should ask your wife. <laughs> I will be doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, there was also one more thing I wanted to mention about that uh, because uh, the, um, uh, we actually sold a, a side project as well on uh, on a website called Side Projectors, which I would just kind of plug as a really interesting project as well. It's like a um, it's like a marketplace for like side projects. Right, so if you started something as a side project and you can't finish it, you can actually put it up there and sell the code and sell the marketing, sell the branding, whatever, and uh, people can buy it and um, and like redevelop it or actually use it for something. We we actually sold a um, a side project that we did in one of my companies on that that site. So th I think this whole like second market for startups is actually a pretty pretty interesting thing. It's not as ridiculous as think, it seems when you see a startup for sale on eBay. I think people should stop focusing on side projects. And uh, start focusing on help projects. Okay. Not pinelisher projectors. Not pinelisher projectors. <laughs> All right, um, Dave. So um, I've just ordered you a giant uh, sex doll. It'll be there in uh, 
next week. So uh, enjoy that. And um, maybe you should... Uh, sure right, but if, if the box is empty, the box is empty, I'm going to be most disappointed. <laughs> it does if, you're gonna, if you're going to order me a, a box with a massive XXL sex doll or whatever on the side, there better be one in there, is all I'm saying. <laughs> it does get lonely over there in Brussels, doesn't it? <laughs> it's actually, it X, rains a lot. X, X, it L, rains a lot. XXL sex doll is <laughs> amazing. <laughs> like just a really big, fat sex doll. <laughs> I love it. That's what kind of that's what you're into, Dave. I know it. Go go ask your wife about the packet thing. <laughs> All right. If you want to uh, tell me about uh, pine the ship packets on Twitter, you can do that at Travis J Todd. Uh, you can tweet us both your pine the ship at hipster and hack, and uh, my <laughs> colleague is at Dave in Berlin. Oh no, that's me, Still, not your colleague. Right. My colleague, you're my colleague. I'm not your. I'm not your colleague. <laughs> you're my my competition. <laughs> I'm your reluctant podcast. Yeah. Co-host. Reluctant. You love it. Most reluctant. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook uh, at Hipster and Hack. Uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. That would uh, help us a lot. And um, I also want to say uh, thanks to everyone who came out to our March meetup today because. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, you've missed it. But stay tuned for next month's meetup. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming, everyone. Um, that happens uh, the first Tuesday of every month at Sankt Oberholz. Um, anything else for this week, Dave? You want to um, plug? You want to just plug some random stuff? Um, yes, I'd like to plug... Uh, let me see. I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure what to plug now. You put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, Maybe you should plug your mouth. Can I? Yeah. No, no I was going to say something that wasn't going to be funny. So let's just move on. All right. Thanks again to all of our new listeners from the Castronauten Network. And we will see you next. We're sorry. We're sorry. Okay. We're really sorry. <laughs> Castronauten is actually quite good. Stick with it. <laughs> we promise to do better next week. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. This one was quite good as it goes. We promise to try and do better next week. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> we promise to be here next week. I wouldn't go that Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a See good one. See you later. Bye.